Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Until you play in the NFL, what's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Honey, I Covered Spread. We are done with the wild card weekend and the spectacular, spectacular show that the NFL put on. We are on to probably the best weekend for football that there is. It is the divisional round. We have two games each in each division, AFC, NFC, on Saturday and Sunday. Foley, how are you doing? What is <laughs> your big takeaway? You still got COVID? <laughs> Um, so we're working through it. Uh, no, uh, bad weekend for me gambling last week. But uh, games overall were, I guess, actually pretty bad as well, right? None, a lot of blowouts. Uh, but there was a lot of football, so you can't complain about that. No huge takeaways. I mean, nothing – I didn't do well gambling, but nothing was too surprising. Uh, I think the, the one thing that stu- uh, stood out to me the most was that quarterbacks making their first road appearance – or first start, rather. They were 0 for 3. Um, Mac Jones, Derek Carr, and uh, Kyler. Okay. So um, Burrow falls into that category this week. Uh, first row game in the playoffs. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. But, yeah, just a lot of blowouts. What about you? Yeah, I, I loved what the Bills did to the Patriots. Uh, mm. Even though, by the way, I put up that Instagram video of us asking for winners nobody that listens to us we just got some likes no comments for any winners on sunday so <laughs> i don't know what we're doing here but i know you guys hit something that we didn't so yeah it was a bad gambling weekend someone mm. please take same game parlays away from me i am two for 27 right now i, I think that mgm by like one dude i think that mgm posted that they're uh if i can find this they're they're hitting they're making so far, 30% ROI on those so far. Oh, I'm um, sure. I, I think it's even higher. But yeah, <laughs> so I thought of you immediately. <laughs> they got me right where they want me, but I, I love what the Bills did to the Patriots. Just took a shit all over them. Just relentless. Wouldn't stop through a touchdown to get to 47 points to, a, to, I think it was an offensive lineman. I mean, I just loved it. The Cardinals – are who we thought they were. Finally, they showed their true colors. We get a little vindication from our, our Kingsbury and, and just the Kyler slash that offensive system. Um, so that was good there. By the way, that pick six that Kyler threw might have been one of the worst plays I've ever seen. So funny. I thought it was Weddle who got it too. Oh, I, I, that was just insane. It's like, you're in, what is it, second or third year? I mean, come on, guy. Uh, he looked really small out there. And what what else? Uh, Bucks took care of business rather easily. Maybe Jalen Hurts ain't it again. Um, and, yeah, the, I mean, the Bengals-Raiders game was pretty good. But all the, the the some of the refereeing decisions was just very weird to me. I hate – I hate 
the rule that if you even if you like tap the quarterback on like the head or like the face mask, it's a personal foul. Like there should be something that judges how hard you actually hit them. Like that car one was like a lightly grazed on the face mask, and it's like, yep, we're going 15 yards the other way. No, I, I agree. A uh, little bit upset with myself right now. I was feeling way better from COVID, not really much of a cough today, and I just blew up balloons since it is your birthday tomorrow. Oh. oh. I, out, I, would, I would blow a couple up, and no joke, my chat, I'm in so much pain right now. <laughs> I, just, so. I, have, I have two questions for you. Why do you have balloons laying around? But thank you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> Clip this. <laughs> Lord, Lord knows, Lord knows, my lungs fucking just paid the price. I am like struggling right now. I just feel like someone's stabbing me in the chest. Um, <laughs> that was that was me after after I had COVID. Like I always oh. walk the stairs because like the elevator is like not really near me, dude. I was up two flights of stairs. I'm like I'm breathing. I'm wheezing. I'm like I don't know if I can make it up the other two. Ooh, might be an early night for me. Might be hit, taking a little night day, uh, night quill, getting some more rest. There but go. um, no, I agree with you. I agree with you 100. The, the officiating was horrible. Uh, Boger and his crew—they were told they will not be officiating any more games this postseason, which I absolutely loved from Goodell. Not sure if you saw that. I did. But yep. they were like, they were like, enough is enough. But you know, if you're gonna kind of set that precedent, I don't know if any officiating crew from the weekend deserves much of a chance, besides maybe you know a handful. But uh, how, yeah, how no, stupid it, is it that they break up the the crews in the playoffs? You see that? So, like, Boger no, had no. his umpire and a uh, line judge, and then the rest were, like, picked off of other referees' squads because they want the, quote-unquote, best refs best in of the, the best. playoffs. But that huh. crew has never worked together before. Right, right. Yeah, that is weird? interesting. Yeah. It is weird. It's very strange, actually. Huh. Well, that explains some of the, the issues they were having. Uh I just think there's too much like gray area, especially with the quarterbacks, because who was it? Someone, there was a late hit on one of the quarterbacks. I want to say, I want to say hurts and uh, a blatant late hit and they didn't call it yet. You know, for a fact, if that thing was on Brady. Well, he got one on side. Game anyway. It wasn't even that. Yeah. It, it's just, it's shit like that, man. That drives me insane. And like, People are like, oh, you got to earn those calls. It's like, shut the fuck up. It, it should be officiated evenly both sides. It never is. And, um, you know, I liked that one crew being told they're not working again because I, I do want some accountability. So, uh, yeah. you know, I, I don't the, know. The, the, the fucking earn it people, like, what do you want him to do? Fucking tear his ACL? Yeah. What does he get? The, then he gets the call moving forward. I mean, it's so stupid. If it's a foul, it's, it's a foul. It shouldn't, it shouldn't matter who's back there. It's insane. It is so insane. But, you know, uh, Raiders have their chance at the end. They get inside the 10. Uh, they spike the ball, which is a horrible decision. Never spike the ball unless you absolutely have to, like after a, a typically after a sack or something, because you need four shots into the end zone. And then those play calls were horrible. I think on the, the last play, they had Waller chip and then go out into the flat and then Renfro on the other side, go out into the flat. So both guys ran a combined four-yard routes, uh, when they needed, I think, what was it, eight or nine, nine yards to get yeah. to the end zone. Yeah. So just incredible. Uh, I wouldn't expect anything else from the Raiders. They uh, felt like this plus six and a half there should have came home, but what can you do? Burrow stunted on him with his glasses after the game. He did. But like you said, Bills smacked the Pats. Not much to say there. Uh, over was easy, but um, Bucks the, smacked the Eagles. Yeah, the actually the one game we haven't brought up yet, the Cowboys-Niners. 
the, the best one probably. Oh, probably the best one. <laughs> the the last play was just. I feel like we should start with that. What in the world is that play mm-hmm. call? Has anyone taken uh, taken responsibility for the play call? Was it a play call? Was it Dak? Uh, it, it, it was. I think it. I'm pretty sure. Like it was either Moore or McCarthy said that they wanted to run a play from like the 30 or the 25 because it opens their playbook up a lot more than uh, two shots at a Hail Mary from wherever, like the 43 or wherever they were at. Okay. Now here's the issue I have with the Cowboys and it's been a year long thing and maybe going on year two, even going back to last year. I don't know what is Kellen Moore. I don't know what is Mike McCarthy. I have no idea where one begins and the other ends because it's, when things go well, it seems to be Kellen Moore they, who gets the credit. And then when things go bad, it's, oh, that's classic McCarthy. Uh, I doubt, I think we can both agree the split's probably not that easy to, to you know what I mean, to make there. So I would just want to, I don't know who's making the play calls. Uh, McCarthy, is it McCarthy and Moore? Is it McCarthy influencing Moore? I have no idea. I would just love to know because I'm hearing Kellen Moore is going to become a head coach most likely. And uh, that is terrifying to me because I don't know what that guy has done to deserve anything close to a head coaching job. So we'll see another disappointing year for the Cowboys. Is McCarthy on the hot seat? I I would think, I don't think he does much. I think it is mostly more because, well, it could be McCarthy too, because that offense just looks vanilla. CD land had one catch one. Mm -hmm. And and here, here's, here's my issue with, with that. They pretty much lost Gallup. And to your credit, I think you, you hit your props on him. And they tried to do a one-for-one substitution with, with Cedric Wilson. And, you know, you, you watch what the Niners do with Debo. And I promise you, Debo Samuel is not the only player in the league who can be used in every facet of the game. It, it's just simply getting the ball into, into your playmaker's hands. And, and when you see a guy like Gallup go down, I'm a big fan of Gallup. That should just mean, okay, we're going to use 10 times more of Cooper and Lamb. And they just tried to sub out one for one in the offense. And like you said, he has one catch. Uh, you know, he takes a long time to get into his routes, which is fine. I, you know what I mean? It's not about how quick you run your routes. It's more so the separation and whatnot. But uh, I don't know. It, it, it just blows my mind. It feels like he did not take another step this year, in my opinion, no. when I would watch. And it's just they're not, you know, they're kind of trying to just run like a perfect – spread out offense where they're running the ball 50% of the time, passing 50% of the time. And then when they're passing it, you know, it, we're going to take turns who, who we're going to try to get open. And man, oh man, if you just simply try to get the ball into his hands and even Cooper, who I don't even think they were trying to get the ball into his hands. It just kind of felt to him more yeah. in my opinion. Um, I don't know. You have to do more with getting the, the ball into these playmakers hands because they are full of them on that offensive end. And between Pollard lamb and Cooper, it's just not in their hands enough in my opinion. Uh, like, the the whole Pollard Zeke thing. I mean, they're just force feeding Zeke when I think Pollard had three or four carries, and mind blowing. He, he was averaging, I think he was averaging like six a carry. Now it's I know it's three or four, whatever it was, but I think Zeke was averaging maybe two. I think he was uh, his yards before contact was like point eight or so. Like it was so low, like nothing was happening, and yep. Yep. Just, it was it was so bad from them. And then just to make matters worse, that last play. Uh, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta have a little awareness. I mean, you gotta know the fucking umpire. Like everyone blaming the umpire. Like first of all, don't run that fucking play. Second of all, you need two seconds have to come off the clock on any given play. 
So them even snapping at one second left and spiking it, the game was over anyway. So the, the only the play call was wild, but they, they how many yards did they gain on it? Do you know the number? Um, I don't know where was they it? actually spotted it, but I'm going to say like 15 to 17. 15, 15 17. Because that was another and, and the ideology. He, he slid, but obviously no one knew where the spot was. So the linemen were all like a yard up. That's the issue. So that's that's my biggest issue. Beyond the play call is you need to know that it's up. Give the ball to the, the ref. And, you know, even if it's like, a, you know, give the ref. There's so many ways to go about it where before the play, you could even give the ref a heads up. Like, hey, we're, we're I'm, I'm QB draw here beyond me. We're going to go give it a little bit of heads up. It looked like the ref was in their defense, like way behind the play. The guy, it took him a while to get up there. I felt like, but once again, that's part of the, you know, you can't expect him to know what's going on. Wouldn't have mind giving a little bit of a heads up, like, hey, hot on the trail here. We're going to spike this. But also, he gives it to the center. Follow me. Follow me in the block. <laughs> yeah, follow me right <laughs> up the middle. <laughs> but it's also like he slides, gives it to the center. Center gets down and puts the ball down. And now the ref is trying to get all. They had no idea the best way to go about it. You got to let, let the ref get through. That should be their main priority. Have the ref get up. Do not as the center, put the ball down. You hand him the ball, let him spot it, and get out of there. If they did it correctly, I do think they would have had a second. Now, to the play call part, I would prefer personally two Hail Marys compared to one play from the, what, 30, 28? Well, I don't know like where they were. 25, eventually. 25? Yeah. Right. So I agree with you. So that's just me personally. But, yeah, they, they just failed on so many ass, uh, so many phases of the game. And then they blamed the refs. But I, I didn't watch that game. Granted, I was on San Fran. I didn't watch that game and think that it was, like, they were bad penalties they were calling. I mean, the holds were holds. The, uh, you know, there was nothing crazy. And then, you know, was they it like three neutral zone infractions or something? Like, the, I mean, yeah. Randy Gregory. Constantly. Just, the, the bear hug by Randy Gregory. Oh, that made me so mad. Oh, Constantly. Constantly lining up off sides. It, it was just crazy, man. And. Tell you what, I, I'm hearing Kellen Moore is going to become a head coach when I, I feel like he, I would, I'd be firing that coaching staff. Yeah, I agree. So I don't know what's going on. I guess they're going to run it back. They're going to run it back next year. and They're going to do the same thing over and over. This team is nowhere close. Uh, Dan Quinn is getting head coach interviews, and that's our guy. DQ's our guy. But He's our guy. Oh, my God, man. This league this league is just they, – they don't know how to get out of their own ways. And uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting in the offseason because <laughs> – both those coordinators becoming head coaching, you know, candidates right now is wild to me. Uh, Dak has to be he has, so Dak got a contract, right? Yes, he got paid. Uh, um, tell you what, I'm not a fan of his very much either. But I don't know how. I don't know if it's him. I think if you if they brought in someone like a Dable, if they were to clear house and bring in a guy like Dable, and he was to in, implement a real modern offense, I think you would see it would be night and day, dude. I think they would actually become a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I agree. He he looked uh, he looked bad again, and yeah, it could be because of the the pressure that the Niners are getting with four people, because mm-hmm. they were getting pressures. But yeah, he, he looks like his if his first reads off, dude, he just completely panics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was having he did not play well. You're 100 right, and you're right though with the pressure. That I was getting frustrated because like it, it just it was all off because the amount of time it took for the San Fran. D line to get into the backfield was way quicker than CD Lamb's routes. And that just seemed like so evident to me where it was like he is running these 15 yard routes that he's a guy who clearly takes some time to, to get into his break and whatnot, which is fine. But I mean, someone's got to open their eyes. But we got to switch something up here. 
maybe different routes for him or something because, like I said, it was just – he was running 15-yard almost like comeback routes every single play. <laughs> and then whenever he was targeted, the ball was just sailed out of bounds <laughs> short because Dak was under pressure. Yep. So it was just like – it was almost like um, – what do they say? Uh, going insane is is – doing the same thing over and over, but expecting a different result, whatever mm-hmm. the hell that is. That's what it true. If that offense felt like that, that game, the only reason it was even close in the end was because of a horrible Garoppolo pick. Yeah, that, that was, so my, it should have been a two score football. Cause he even had Ayuk on that. I mean, what did I say? I mean, Diggs is going to bite yeah. on a double move, take Ayuk over longest reception. That was easy, but he, he did again <laughs> after that already hit. And like, it probably should have been a touchdown. Jimmy G sucks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, well. How about? Did you hear what what he's dealing with? No, I saw so he was he, like injured, right? So, I guess at during the game against Tennessee, I believe is the game. Let me just double check that real quick. But basically, he is playing with a bum shoulder and hand on his throwing arm. Uh, what? Yeah, Tennessee. When they were in Tennessee on December twenty third, something happened where. His hand is shot and his shoulder is shot. So they shoot him up. It's a pain tolerance thing, I believe. They are shooting his hand up every game since then to, to deal with it, which I can't imagine that's that's very easy to do when you're a quarterback throwing the wall. And basically, it's gotten to the point where he didn't play well last week. So they're kind of throwing out the idea of, oh, is he going to miss this week, which I don't think is going to happen. But so he's dealing with, and that's on his throwing arm, dude, throwing shoulder. We saw how bad Baker was hurting his non-throwing shoulder. Granted, it was probably a more severe injury, but still, uh, it, it's yeah. He's got a so he's got a sprained right shoulder. I can't. I don't know if it's AC joint or whatnot. And he's got a torn UCL in his thumb on his right hand. <laughs> that that can't be easy to play with. So he needs surgery after it. But yeah, it says it sounds like every time he's throwing the ball, he gets a sharp searing pain in his thumb. <laughs> So That's when insane. I read that, I saw that this uh, during this week. I was like, "Wait, what?" So that um, hopefully that explains why he 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 missed that that throw. But uh, yeah. they're not going to go Lance. You can't throw Lance on the road in, in no. Lambeau. No. Uh, so it's going to be Jimmy G, and they're going to have to run the ball. Now, luckily for them, you know, and we'll get into the, these games here. But luckily for them, they've had some success against that defense. So, uh, I guess with that, you want to we'll, we'll kind of go game by game here. You want to go Cincy, Tennessee first? Yeah, let's hop right in. I'm going to let you start here because I, I got a load of picks here. Uh, Tennessee at home, fourth, yeah, 430 game. They're hosting Joe Burrow and co. They are now laying three and a half with a total of 47 and a half. We've seen movement to Tennessee in the over here. You got anything? I like – now, I haven't seen the numbers yet, but based on what I've seen – Tennessee's got a very good run defense, not a good passing defense. Tennessee likes to run the ball, and Tannehill is one of his worst seasons as a passer. So I like mixing under rushing yards, Burrow over passing yards, and probably – I'll probably like – it's probably going to be the same game part like that. I'm talking myself into this here. Um, But I I like – I don't know why I do like Tennessee – I was rooting for them last year. Um, I think I want them to win this game. Even I, I'm, I have never really been on the Bengals bandwagon um, with, with Burrow and Chase and all, all this fun stuff going on. I do like watching them, but I wouldn't say like I'm a fan of them. I do like Tennessee a little bit better. Derrick Henry's coming back. Now, for how how big of a role he has, that, that remains to be seen. Like we were saying earlier um, in the week, I don't think – 
you can't imagine like a full workload mm-hmm. for him. But the offense didn't miss so much of a beat without him. I mean, they got the two guys that I forget. They're actually on my fantasy team. I don't remember. Foreman that. and Hilliard, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, they're still bruising backs. Tennessee's at home coming off a bye. They've had a whole week to prepare. Uh, since he finally got that, that first playoff win in, what, 31 years? So, mm-hmm. you know, they're probably feeling pretty good, but it's such a different animal in the playoffs on the road. And I, I would lean Tennessee here, but I like, for props-wise, I like Burrow over yards and Nixon under rush yards. Mike Rabel, he's played four times off a bye. Can you guess his record against the spread and straight up? 0-4 straight up, 0-3-1 against the spread. 4-0 in both categories. All four wins by 14-plus. So, with that said, you that's a little nugget. I know you like those nuggets, I like those buy nuggets. I love that. <laughs> you're, you're like, what the hell? Um, also, like we talked about, Burrow, first road playoff game, yep. which uh, I looked up, I think – in this round, they're like nine and sixteen, but overall, I think it's even worse. Uh, um, you know, courtesy of the three guys last week as well. I'm on Tennessee big here. I'm on Tennessee first half. I'm on Tennessee game. I got minus three. It's at three and a half now, uh, so I'd probably just lean the first half minus two and a half, and, and I'm okay, I'm okay with that because uh, I was digging in a little bit further. And uh, since he has trailed in all but three games this year, they are not a good uh, first quarter team. Not a good uh, beginning, you know, first half team to go along with that. And Tennessee is a team that doesn't want to play from behind. They're they're not good from behind. So in order for minus three to hit, you got to think they're going to be winning at halftime. I saw a little nugget also that said uh, in the divisional round of playoff games, when favorites have won, it's been 62 times. In 58 of them, they let it half. So I do think that, that the first half might – You have come prepared, <laughs> brother. <laughs> first half, COVID had me down last week, brother. I, I had so much research to get in. But uh, so I, I like I hit both the first half and the full game. And uh, another nugget is this is Burrow's first road game since Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. They're they're Yeah, really? they're they're Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, I think we were on the road week 18, but he didn't play. Um, so or maybe this is a second first or second. I'm sorry. But. The least, my final take on this is Ryan Tannehill. In, the, in the, the few snaps he's taken this year, I think it's like 10% of his snaps, he's had Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and A.J. Brown. He finally is going to have all three of them back. Granted, Henry is going to be kind of limited capacity. Take away Henry, and I looked into what, how he was when he just had at least Julio and A.J., which wasn't often, but you know, I think it was like half the time. He ranked number one in success rate, which is kind of like a little uh, piggybacking of EPA basically success rate is how many downs were a success. So if you were trying to run a five yard route, did you complete that? If you were trying to run the ball for three yards, did you do that? He was number one in the NFL this season when he had both those guys in and his average depth of target was, I think 9.5 yards, something like that. He's going to have both those guys here. They're going to be going against a Cincy D that is well-respected, but now we're hearing that Hendrickson is concussed and is not, and uh, he may not play who is their best pass rusher. And they're already missing, um, I'm not going to attempt it, Ogjobi, Ogjobi. Og- yeah, that guy. Missing him. Uh, two of their most, they're two, the two most important D linemen out there. 
all, ravel all these things up, put it all together. And uh, I love Tennessee this week. And um, first half game, uh, game, unfortunately, is at three and a half now. I still think this could be a route. I think they're, uh, Tennessee's been here. It's, it's, can't give you much more than that. Uh, two props I like Tannehill over 240 passing yards, along with Julio Jones over 45 and a half receiving yards. I think Julio is just going to kind of be the, the benefactor of AJ Brown taking up the CB1 and then Derrick Henry, you know, ground and pound a little bit. I think he's going to get some uh, soft safety, uh, soft corner coverage. And then finally, I think, like I said, when Tannehill has these two guys this year, he is a different monster. He likes to throw the ball downfield more. So the 240 is just a little bit low, in my opinion. I like it. I like it. Should be a good game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited. Uh, go tennis. Probably the, I would say people are, it's, it's the ranked four out of four for um, the one people are looking forward to the most though, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Next game, the night game, we got Aaron Rodgers laying six, oh, five and a half now, actually. A total of 47 to Jimmy G and co. I'm going to let you start again. All right. I love the Packers here. I love them. I love them. I love them. Five and one against playoff teams this year. That one loss was when Rodgers was out, um, injured. I think they're six and oh at Lambo, eight and oh at Lambo this year. I have a bye week. Getting healthy. Zadarius Smith and um, the Smith brothers, right? Is it both of them? Jari Alexander both are practicing. Uh, Bakhtiari is practicing this week. So we could all be getting healthy here. Uh, Jimmy G's banged up. Niners went to Dallas, went back. Now I got to go back to Lambeau. Jimmy G has never uh, – he's played in four games under 40 degrees or something. He's 0-4 in all of those games. It's going to be under 40 there um, in Lambeau, obviously. And I just the, – the Packers just seem like, yeah, maybe the Niners run the ball against them. Uh, Bosa's – Bosa looks like he is going to play. He was limited today. He's in concussion protocol. Uh, Fred Warner's fine as well. But I think it's more of uh, the Packers getting healthier than, than the Niners having their guys. And Randall Cobb's back. Valus Scanling will be out. But, I mean, you still got Lazard, Devontae Adams, and, and, and Cobb now. So they're getting healthy. They've had a whole uh, two weeks to prepare for this. I'm sure Rodgers' toe is better now. And – I mean, this could be Rogers' last ride, right? He's going to want – I mean, they have perennial, perennially underperformed uh, in the playoffs. They've been just one Super Bowl at Rodgers, right, the one they won? Yep. That's insane. And they've had home field advantage on almost all of them. I, I like the Packers mm-hmm. here. I think, I think they're going to get it done. See, I'm San Fran or over here. I'm very close to ripping both. Uh, I just cannot get past the advantages this uh, San Fran offense has uh, when they match up against this D. Uh, I think the two ways to beat Green Bay this year is running the ball and with the tight end. And San Fran checks both of those boxes. They um, unfortunately last week, it, it, Kittle, me and you were both on Kittle props. I didn't even think it was so much him not getting open. I just don't think they went out to such a quick lead with running the ball that they didn't even need him doing anything besides blocking uh, very similar matchup advantages again this week. It was the same thing with last week against Dallas. And now you got six points. The only reason the spread is so damn high is because of the injury stuff. And um, it's such a tricky thing to try to get a grasp on because, you know, we could go, they could go out there. Green Bay blows them out. And it's like, yeah, those San Fran guys should not have been playing 
or it's the other way, right? They're, it's like, hey, they're, they're, you know, why would you pick Green Bay? Green Bay was at home against Minnesota in week 17, and they were laying six and a half, seven points against Minnesota before Cousins was ruled out. It was down to six and a half, actually. You're telling me this San Fran team deserves that type of respect to that Minnesota team? I just think it's, it's, it's too high of a spread. I think it's overreaction to these Jimmy G news. I think he plays. If he doesn't play, Green Bay is going to win by fucking 50. Uh, so let's hope that doesn't happen. On the other end, though, you know, with the over, I think, like I said, San Fran, ha- San Fran has those great offensive uh, matchup matchups for them this week. But, you know, you got Rodgers, who, who sh- could cook, especially if Bosa and Warner aren't playing. Uh, it seems like Bosa is in concussion protocol, but Warner, it's the ankle, right? Yeah, but he, he practiced fully. Okay. He, he's good so, to go. Okay. So both should be good to go. I'll tell you what, man, I'm probably going to end up on, on San Fran in the over. Uh, can't see losing both, right? Because if I think the advantage for San Fran's offense is is correct, then um, they'll put up points just a matter of is Rodgers going to score every drive. And uh, no MBS is big because he is their deep threat. And San Fran likes to play a lot of zone, and uh, you do need a guy to kind of make them sit back a little bit and kind of fear that. So uh, something to watch out for. Now, am I rushing to go against Rodgers at home? No. But it's just that six points. It, it seems like a lot. But uh, for prop, I am also looking at Ayuk under 53 and a half. I just think that um, you're not going to find that soft coverage that he benefited from last week against Dallas. I think this Green Bay, these Green Bay corners um, – They'll be more uh, tuned into him. And also, like we talked about, the Jimmy G news with his arm and, and shoulder. I think they're going to be very run-based, and I think it's gonna they're going to have success with it. So they're not going to throw it too much. So uh, I like the under 53 and a half there. Okay. I got to find a prop. I think I like Lazard anytime touchdown. Okay. He's been getting um, – I mean, how do we not take Kittle again? He's got to reward us, right? So I was watching his prop. He opened at 47 and a half, and now it's at 52 and a half. Is right. that what you're showing? I will not be taking that. Uh, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. What scares me is after seeing how they played last week, I could see a very similar I thing where see, they're having yeah. Yeah. so much success running the ball early. And then, I mean, Shanahan is the biggest pussy in the league when it comes to, like, uh, how conservative he gets with the lead. Uh, and we saw it last week. It killed us with Kittle and almost lost in the game. Uh, yeah, but then again. When he had Jimmy G throw, he almost lost the game like that. So you can't really blame him. Yeah, I know it is. It it, it is weird though. They they jump out to these leads, and then it's just like he lets like Kellen Moore start calling plays. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so I on. have. Where are you? Kittle is at. All right, this is player receiving yards. Kittle's at forty-eight and a half. So you have 40 and a half? Okay. I have, mine's 52 and a half. I like 48 and a half. And, and just for that nugget of, let me find this rule. I have IU get 50 and a half for as you. well. I was thinking maybe Kittle anytime TD based off of right here. Packers are 25th in success rate versus tight ends, 32nd in the red zone. Ooh, they are the worst that. team defending tight ends in the red zone. And then also they're 28th in DBOA against the run, uh, with their run D. And, um, the only game they've actually played because this, the whole narrative with that defense with us, with me and you this year was that they're not playing any offenses that are really threatening them too much. It felt like, and um, the only team they played that was, was a elite run rush offense was the Browns and uh, they gashed them for 220 yards on the ground. So um, 
I believe if you looked at the game log with San Fran from prior years with Shanahan, Shanahan's offense destroys them, dude, yep. year in, year out. So uh, six is a lot of points, but to your point, and Roger, this this Packers team feels different. They're, I think they're the Super Bowl favorites right now, to be honest. Yeah. So um, I, I totally get it, especially if, if Jimmy G's out there banged up. Healthy Jimmy G is not great. So banged up Jimmy G is a whole different animal. This is going to be a fun one. Great yeah, uniform matchup. A great uniform matchup. I mean, if you think back to week three, the Niners, they went up by a point, actually, right? With like a minute left at home. Yep. And then Rodgers got the field goal. But, yep. I mean, and, and another just kind of thing to think about, Mason Crosby has looked awful this year. <laughs> like, like really bad. If it's co- if it's coming down to a field goal or something, not confident. <laughs> not confident. And Robbie Gould, the guy could fucking kick these with his eyes closed right now. I mean, he was yeah. fucking lights out. So that's another thing to think about. But yeah, it, it, this should be a great game. And you're right, amazing jersey matchup. Oh, if if San Fran breaks out the throwbacks, the all white throwbacks. Oh my goodness, I might have to switch to that. Yeah. yeah. And, and the Packers come out in like those brown fucking helmets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. I hate those like fucking the, things. Like the beige pants and then like the blue uniform. <laughs> yeah. Helmet. Yeah. Oh, the worst. But oh, um, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be a great one. Saturday night, I will be in New York City. Um, going to be at a comedy show, so I might miss this one, but. but. Oh, really? Don't tell anyone. Don't tell right, anyone. Can I plug something real quick? I am doing yeah. it. <laughs> um, Governors in Bohemia next Friday, so the 28th. Um, I'll be doing like seven minutes, seven, eight minutes up on stage. So get your tickets uh, if you want. Thank you. <laughs> if you uh, use promo code Honey, I Cover the Spreads, you get... Uh... You get $5 back because I get paid $5 for everybody that comes for some weird there reason. There you go. So I'll give it there right back. There you go. <coughs> well, all right. When is that? Next Friday. Next Friday. Yep. All right. Good to know. Yeah, I was just—I had a couple beers, dude, and then the email came in. I'm like, yeah, I might as well do this, right? Is BJ doing it? No, he's in Texas. Oh, I thought it came home. Not uh, yet. <laughs> gotcha. We'll get the prodigal son back soon. Yeah. I don't know. Can't express to you how much pain I am in my chest right now. Oh, uh, next up, we got Sunday slate. Uh, hate the 3 p.m. 6.30, but we'll do with it. We'll, it'll suffice. Uh, I really like the one and four. The best. But, yeah. The 6.30 but, sucks. I, I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. hate the 6.30, dude. It, it sucks. But uh, that's like classic dinner time. But yeah, anyways. It's, just, uh, it's a weird time. We got Tampa hosting the Rams here. Tampa is at minus three, but it's looking like uh, it's a cheap minus three and it's a, a, a juicy plus three from the Rams. Total of 40 and a half. It's bouncing around a little bit. It's at 47 and a half, some places, 48. Uh, Jensen and Worse, just a little update. They have not practiced yet this week. Two of their best alignment. Uh, Rams, obviously, and they, they have been without their both their safeties, which is wild. They brought in Eric Weddle just kind of as they needed bodies, which is fascinating. The Cardinals could not take advantage of any of that. And um, I guess my question for you, uh, short week for the Rams, which they got fucked. I don't know why the NFL did that. But anyways, does Jalen Ramsey follow Mike Evans? 
Uh, he typically doesn't follow, but last year in against Green Bay, he followed Devontae Adams. Uh, I mean, why, why the hell not, right? Right. I mean, if you're if you're quote unquote the best corner in the league, I mean, have some fucking pride and follow Mike Evans, who is probably the only fucking pass catching option that Brady has right now. <laughs> right, right. I would hope so. I, I I don't know though. Maybe some Jimmy. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, some Gronk props because uh, you got those backup safeties playing. We love Gronk props. Yeah, love Gronk. <laughs> I love the Rams here. I, okay. I, I I'm taking a money line. I. I have not liked what I've seen from the Buccaneers. Uh, the Eagles just, I mean, the Eagles laid an egg. They never had a chance in that. They never thought they could win that game. But, I mean, at the same time, what was it, 10 nothing at half? I mean, they coupled really bad Jalen Hurts picks. He doesn't throw those. You know, maybe there's a chance. With, with, with Jensen and Worse, even if they play, I'm sure they're banged up. I mean, Worse looked really bad. I think he was in a walking boot earlier this week. There's no way Worfs can play. You can see that they're going to have some some trouble there, <laughs> especially because you got the Rams defensive line coming. You got Donald, you got Von Miller, right? I mean, these guys are going to be ready to go. Can Brady do it? I don't think he can. I, I think this is where it stops here. I think Fournette and Ronald Jones might be back, but how, I mean, how much are they going to help? You got Cooper Cup, OBJ. Higby against that 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 defense that is not the best in, in past defense. It, it hasn't been this entire year. I, I love the Rams here. Yeah, I'm leaning Rams as well. I just basically I, I like San Fran more, and that is causing me to not bet the Rams yet because am I really going to bet against Rodgers and Brady at home? Uh, tough. It's tough to be in that situation, but I agree with you. I, I lean Rams. If it gets below three, though, two and a half, do I just trust Brady and co? I mean, I, I didn't love what I saw from the offense last week. It, it felt like he's basically like, I'm not using any young receivers. I'm not letting them lose this game type of thing, which I don't know if you can. he can afford to do that right now. Uh, losing two alignment would really hurt. But also, man, I mean, he's they'll just, they'll just speed it up. A lot of quicker passes like they did last week. This, and that, yeah. They'll offset it. Cornette, hopefully they can get a rushing game, running game going. Uh, the big thing, though, is I saw that uh, Brady struggles the most, and I'm going to screw up the lingo, so excuse me here, but basically when a defense disguises, you know, when, when they show one look and then they switch to another at, on the snap type of thing, uh, that's, that's when he'll struggle the most when teams can do that, and the Rams attempt to do that more than anyone. So if they can do that, it could be a disaster for this Buccaneer offense. However, uh, I don't. You don't make. You don't get rich or fading Brady this type of uh, this time of year. Now, with that said, uh, you know this this Rams team. We talked about Stafford and the turnovers, and how he was losing games. They've become very run heavy, and um, the last few weeks when they've had success, they've been running the ball a lot. Cam Akers is back, and he looks amazing. I don't know how how it's possible, but he's he's back, and he looks 100 percent healthy. Uh, Bucks. To be able to stop the rush though so we're gonna get a lot of Stafford here is that good or bad I don't know it's impossible to predict with him he could come out and put up five touchdowns and it's like yep he's got all these weapons he could throw the ball downfield or you know he he, he loses in the game it's as simple as that I I'm leading Rams with you I just I'm, I'm having a hard time pulling that trigger and uh we'll have to see I think I think you'll get a real good idea of how this game's gonna go early on 
we've done a really good job this year at, at talking about these type of games where first couple drives, you should be able to tell whether or not Brady's going to be able to move the ball on that day. And um, if he is, if he can, slam bucks live. If he struggles early on, I don't think it's something they're going to be able to figure out. I think they're going to have to rely on these quick passes and Brady just being the GOAT. So Yeah, and, and he is more than capable of doing that, right? I just right. don't think he's got the supporting cast right now that he needs to do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Rams, this is not the Cardinals. Bucks are going to smack you in the mouth. And, and I'm, I want to see this Rams team take that and, and, you know, move forward and win a game. So we'll see. It'll be a good one. I have nothing yet for me. No props, nothing. I'm just leaning Rams. That was Stafford's first playoff win. Yeah. He threw 17 times. That's crazy. Yeah. That, that's the recipe now. It's, yeah. it's having to do as little as possible. Uh, just hit the, hit the deep shots. Run, 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 play action, and then you find a guy downfield, which, you know, sounds like another team I know. But anyway, now on to the, probably the best game of the weekend, uh, probably a game I have the least amount to talk to say about because it's just we before we started recording, it's just two great teams, very similar styles. We got uh, Kansas City hosting Buffalo. Kansas City's laying one and a half, total of 53 and a half now. I think the topic of this discussion is going to kind of just be what does this market imply? And I think with Kansas City being home and only laying one and a half, it's pretty much saying that Buffalo is the better team. Yeah, I agree. So uh, do you have any plays? I I don't have any plays right now. I'm just very excited to watch this game. Um, I mean, Buffalo went into Arrowhead earlier this year and just fucked up the Chiefs, but this is a different Chiefs Mm -hmm. team. Mahomes is starting to take care of the ball a bit better. Uh, the defense is a little more bend, not as much break. But it's tough to not get excited about the Bills right now. And and Josh Allen, who should be the MVP. I think we just ran out of a couple weeks here. So, Josh, uh-huh. thank you for, for making that interesting uh, throughout the season. <laughs> no, I'm excited to watch it. I mean, it it's – Chiefs are 8-2 at home, right? One of those losses to the Bills. I mean, it just seems like – it, it seems like it's going to be a high-scoring game, right? I know the Bills have the number one pass defense and number one scoring defense, but there seems to be some cracks in it. Chiefs are like 21st and 22nd, but they don't really – that's just in yards. They don't really give up a ton of points. So I, I think I'd actually – looking at this, I might lean the under just because – you figure Bills do cover two, make Mahomes beat him, um, not over the top. Chiefs are pretty much the same way. It's just it's it'll probably come down to who can score in the red zone. I uh, rather if both teams can score touchdowns in the red zone, which they probably can. But it it feels to me that if Mahomes can take care of the ball, I would lean Kansas City just because of that home field advantage and whatnot. But if if he can't. If there's turnovers, if he can't, if he's throwing interceptions, I love the Bills here. I might just keep it easy. And, you know, we've given out a, a pick pretty much for every game. I gave out Tennessee. Uh, we both gave out a side in, in San Fran. You gave out Rams. Maybe we just take the over here. Um, I don't think I, I like the under field goal prop. I don't think either teams would be selling for field goals. I think both teams are going for it. And um, as far as a prop, I really like, dude, I really like uh, kind of a Super Bowl type prop. Uh, shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. 
I think that um, both these teams throw a lot, especially in the red zone. And I think we're due for at least one holding or pass interference in the end zone that spots it at the one. And then you get in. Um, I really like that prop. I also like Josh Allen passing yard props. I think um, you can throw on this Kansas City D. They're more of a bend, don't break type of D. It's a uh, lot of zone too, which, which to your point, Allen's probably going to have a little more trouble rushing because the Patriots were a ton of man. Yeah, those, those lanes opened up a lot of zone for Kansas City, a lot of bend, no break. So probably right. spying him, right? Right. And, and that's the thing is it, his rushing prop opened at 51, I think. That's that's high. Uh, he was 47 I know, I know he, last week and he hit it he yeah. hit over, but yeah, it's a different defense. So, um, so uh, that's where I'm at. Don't even hate Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns. I don't know, man. I'm kind of leaning Kansas City, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. But um, I like the idea of a Buffalo teaser leg. If you get it up over a touchdown, it's just nothing else really looks great to tease it with. Maybe you bring Green Bay down if you truly like Just get them to kind of a winning situation. Uh, Even tease Rams maybe up to like nine and a half, ten. I mean, I don't even know if I like that. I like the Rams money line. I don't even know if I like them plus 10. <laughs> Over, if anything, for me, I'll probably end up picking a side. But uh, it, it, I like those props. I like under field goals. Uh, I like under one and a half shortest TD. And then, um, you know, whatever, the, however the hell you word that. I think there's going to be a one-yard touchdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I like the Allen over prop. We got it. I mean, it's Dawson Knox, man. This, yeah. this game is built for Dawson Knox. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> he took care of me last Weather's week. not last looking week. too bad. The only weather uh, that's worth noting is that uh, Lambeau is going to be like single digits. Yes. Um, Grop, a lot's being made of the Garoppolo stuff. Like you said, he's under 40, yada, yada. Grew up in Illinois. Uh, I like to think he knows what the cold feels like. And, you know, that's just more of a, you know, coincidence. He's a pretty boy, bro. He's a pretty boy from lived in Southern California. But, oh, San Fran. All right. You know what? Never mind. Hey. But, yeah, 38 degrees in Kansas City. So, no, no six-mile-per-hour winds. So, no weather effects there. Uh, 53 and a half just seemed a little low for me, man. I I, I think that'll be the, the pick I give out there is the over 53 and a half. Um, I thought for sure you were going to be on that. I was waiting for you to give me that. Uh, you know, with that weather report, I'm on it with you. Let's go. Yeah. We're on the over 53 and a half. bell. Let's go. No field goals. Touchdowns. Maybe a pick six. I love it. I love it. Both on the over. Take a pick six. <laughs> All right. No. Good Good. Good slate of games. I think we did. We broke them down as, as good as we could in the amount of time we had. Um, Kingsbury fired. Keep him. I would fire him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but yeah, I would fire him. I don't. He I, he hasn't shown anything to me that says let's move forward with this guy. Yeah. I Offensive agree. genius. Offense sucks. I agree. I could not agree more. But I think any. I, uh, I guess because you got Kyler, right? You don't want to stun his growth. I don't know. That that was mean. That was a mean pun. He's yeah, tall. That was uh, fucked up. <laughs> no one's listening anymore anyway. <laughs> All right, you got anything else? 
No, I think I think we're good. I think we gave out a lot of picks, which I'm glad because last week I don't think I gave out a single pick, which was good because I got killed. So did you all favor? Even when we don't get picks, we're saving you money. We're making you money, saving you money. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, look for we'll tweet picks. Uh, thanks for listening. If you have winners, fucking tweet them at us or comment on Instagram. All right, I'm tired of you guys profiting and and us. Not profiting, yeah. Let's let's say not that profiting way. with you. Not profiting with you. We're a team, all right. All the honey I covered the spread listeners and you two hosts. We're all a team. So let's all make money. Thanks for listening. Safe at last, do 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 do